Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. This is Aaron uh, and Caleb, and we're just grateful just to be back with you guys. And uh, this is the last podcast of um, 2020, which is just amazing. Or that 2022. We, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> 2022. That's the year. <laughs> Starting off rough yeah. already. Um, you've, you've missed two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyways, as uh, we get started today, we want to encourage you to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the places where, um, you know, you, you scroll on the pot, you know, find us there. Um, podcast, your favorite channel, Apple, Google, Spotify, all those places, like, share content. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> we should make it MySpace just because. Can is you still, still do that? I don't know. I bet it's still active. I'm sure still, it is. Still do it. AOL probably bought it. <laughs> I need to get to it. I need to get a, what they call that, an IM thing. What was the handle you had on there on the messenger? Oh. AIM something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. AIM. I can't remember. chat was the deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, we've already deviated so much. That's all right. (laughs) But uh, anyways, man, uh, I mean, speaking of that, I got a, like, email the other day about a Snapchat, and it was yesterday, and it's like, so, like, Victoria has added you on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. I don't have a Snapchat. That was, that was strange. <laughs> so apparently, if you found me on Snapchat, that's not me. Uh, whoever Victoria is, if you're listening, it's not me. We don't want to be friends. Yeah, yeah so. I do not want to be friends with you. I don't, I don't do Snapchat. Um, today, so it is the, the last podcast of the year. Um, and because of that, we're preparing for 2021. No, it's yeah. 2023. Um, and as we do that, you know, we're all probably, most of us are in the, the same mode. Um, and, and thinking about uh, what we want to change for the year, you know, like the resolution. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, right, is uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, we're going to talk about because for some reason people still do these things. Yeah. <laughs> After failing yeah. numerous times, they're like, you know what, maybe this year will be different. I'm kind of a fan of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but, of course, I, you know, the thing is I... Um, I make goals. I'm, I'm a pretty goal-driven person, and so I make goals throughout the year. So, like, I don't... It's not... For me, it's there's not a lot of significance per se to the first part of the year because it's something I do throughout the year. Yeah, and you know I do the same. Um, so it's kind of weird, you know. I still I like the goals throughout the year. I like the New Year's resolutions. I've had little success on the New Year's resolutions personally, but I have had some, and I think that's enough to create this excitement. Like maybe this year I'll get it. It's kind of like yeah. playing the lottery. So yeah. Wow. But <laughs> so yeah. Th- this year's my resolutions to be six feet tall. So we'll see. How Good that luck goes. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to talk about resolutions today because, again, this is the time of year everybody starts thinking about that. And so we're going to talk about um, what it is, how to do it, maybe how to do it better. Yeah. And so maybe you can hit that six-foot goal yep, once you go. figure out what year it is. Um, <laughs> and, you know, maybe talk about why they fail um, because typically they do. That's always the joke about resolutions is yeah. like, you know, you make make one and then by, you know, January 3rd, you've already given up on it. So maybe we can help you do that uh not not give up on it but help you to not give up on it but you know in the context of recovery that's uh setting goals and in um you know having something to shoot for is, is something that's part of our program and that we encourage people to do is to to set goals and we've even done a podcast of, so far because it, that is actually one of the lessons in our book is 
how to set effective goals um, because you need to have something to work for because if you don't have anything to work towards, you're just going to sit and kind of exist, right? It's kind of the Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. And so many people are just kind of existing, waiting to die, um, which isn't a good place to be. You know, you should be wanting to try to do something with yourself and your life. And God's given us all this uh, wonderful potential and talents and abilities and so many people waste waste them um, because they just don't pursue anything to push themselves or to to grow and develop and so uh, we want to talk about this today yeah I mean and it really is resolution it's uh, what I like about it is the time of self-evaluation you know we we're talking about that a little bit before we got started um, and it seems to be like the one year where people look in the mirror and say maybe I am a piece of crap uh, <laughs> But, I mean, it's like people at least, maybe that's the thing I like about it. It's like you kind of are taking that look in the mirror. What are some things I don't like about myself? What what can be different? What can change? Um, And and I like that because, you know, I'm I'm driven to better myself uh, and to kind of, you know, (laughs) change those things about me that are holding me back. And I like that concept. I like this time of year when people are having honest conversations um, where, you know, somebody's like, I'm going to quit smoking. You know, if I ask them in June if they're going to quit smoking, they look at me like I, you know, need stabbed in the face. Like, how dare you call out my addiction? But we can have that conversation (laughs) in December. (laughs) You know, those types of things. And so it's it's just kind of cool where we we are resolving like to – to set something down or, or to pursue something healthy, but it really at the root of it is this this element, this this part of my life is not where I want it to be and and I want it to be better. And so I like that concept. And so I think personally, um, even if Caleb doesn't, it's it's fun to lean into it. Um, I think really Caleb just doesn't like to have fun. So that's, that's most of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just my definition of fun's different. <laughs> Sitting around and looking in the mirror and saying, man, what a piece of crap am I? Yeah, it's not like my idea of fun. Sounds like a party. Well, really, I, I like guess. looking at other people. I thought that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, okay. I'm supposed to come up with resolutions for others. Like, where I look at you and say, man, you're a piece of crap. Let me tell you. Maybe <laughs> that's why I've just been going about it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm supposed to come up with stuff for me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, ah, dang. See, I just sit around. At least I'm not as bad as them. That's the, <laughs> that keeps me from making resolutions. Yeah. Like, well, go around, I ask could be other worse. people, "What's your resolution?" Well, you know, I'm going to get out of debt. Awesome. All right. And you? Yeah. You're going to lose weight and just kind of collect it. Yeah, that's right. Keep track of it so yeah. then I can bring it up later. Yeah. Go, t- go home. Talk to Jill. Hey, Jill. Did you know so and so is this is their resolution? Aren't you glad that's not us? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. See, you can make this fun. You know? Yeah. All right. So now that we've talked about how bad of people we are. <laughs> So, um, so what is a resolution? Well, I mean, you know, a resolution is, for, for the most part, I would say it's just a goal, right? Now, I mean, kind of like Aaron's talking about, there's a little bit of a, maybe a self-reflective part of that at this time of year, because we are, we're getting at the end of the year, and you're like, well, you know, man, I could have done this better this year, I wish I would have done this, or... I didn't speak German this year like I wanted to, or... <laughs> That's right, yeah. Learn to play the drums, so... Yeah. Um, you look back and think about how much of a failure you, you are. It's just... No, no wonder people drink more and uh, are depressed this time of year. Um, and then you then you go, okay, well, you know, going forward, this is the year that I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to do these things better. And so th- there's, there is a resolve behind the goal, which is why we get resolu- resolution. But from going, you know, from here on, we're, you know, if we say goal or resolution, just know that those things are kind of interchangeable. So let's talk about what makes an effective goal. Um, now we kind of use the, the SMART framework, which is, I mean, it's a good 
I'm not going to say it's the only way. Like, if you don't necessarily meet all these criteria that you're going to fail, like, this isn't the only way to make a goal, but this is a good way to understand it. It's Caleb's favorite because he really likes acronyms. That's true, yeah. Yeah. This SMRT. Or is it acrostic? It's acrostic. Yeah, acrostic, yeah. yeah. This is actually an acrostic that makes sense, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, now that I say that, like I said, I'm, as a Simpsons fan, I'm thinking of Homer, you know, I am so smart, S-M-R-T. Anyway, um, so let's talk about SMART goals. Um, so a sm- SMART is is an acrostic for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So these are just characteristics that you want your goal to have in order to be a lot more effective. And this is where we find a lot of people fail kind of in the resolutions because what they say is they're like, oh, I want to lose weight this year. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. You know. Um, so let's start with the S, specific. So specific is I want to lose a specific amount of weight, right? So I want to lose 10 pounds or, you know, it's an actual number. It's something that you can you can go, you know, you know from when you start to when you end that you've accomplished that thing. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's the S. I mean, it's pretty, um, you know, if uh, I'm trying to think of other, other examples financially, you know, I want to I want to pay off X amount of dollars in debt this year. You know, there's there's an actual an actual thing there attached to it. It's not just like, well, I want to pay off some money, you know, I want to you know, I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of debt. Well, well even with that, like, what's that look like? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I want to, I want to buy a new car. Okay. What kind of car do you want? You know, I mean, go down all the way to the, you know, make model color year. I mean, be real specific, make it, make it something that's tangible that you can understand. That's, uh, um, that's, that's real, that's real to you. So that's, that's the S the M is measurable. So it needs to be something that's measurable. So, um, I want to be a better person. Well, what does that mean? You know, like, I mean, for me, it could, that could be <laughs> pretty noticeable, like, yeah, but, <laughs> but, um, and Aaron even more so, but, <laughs> but measurable. So again, back to the kind of our weight loss, um, example, right? Losing 10 pounds is measurable, right? Because you can get on the scale one day and then, you know, three months from now, get on the scale and see if you're making progress or not. So it has to be something that's measurable. It can't just be something you speak out into the ether and, and hope that it happens. So, um, and then we got achievable. So that needs to be, what that means is that it's something that's, you know, kind of um, realistic, right? So uh, this is where a lot of resolutions fail is that they're, they're not achievable because they like the first, okay, you know, January 1st, and like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this month. Okay, that's not achievable. That's not a realistic, I mean, not in a healthy way. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. you maybe could, but you're going to have to go down to Mexico and get some shady surgery or something done. <laughs> well, and I'm even thinking, uh, my mind goes to some of these shows like American Idol and stuff, you know, like if your resolutions, you know, to be a pop singer and you look like one of those people who fail on American Idol, you know, obviously you can't sing, you know, be realistic with where you're right. at. It's got to be something you can do. Right. I'll never be a singer. Nobody yeah. wants to hear that. You know? Like, yeah, being, uh, your goal being, I want to be six feet tall yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, this obviously not achievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be a gymnast anytime soon. <laughs> um, I just had the most unhealthy, like, flash momentarily to Caleb in a leotard, and uh, I'm sick to my stomach slightly. I was so. about to say, was it, was it the, the image of me actually trying to do gymnastic maneuvers or me in a leotard? Yeah. Either one is scary. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the R is relevant. Okay, so that means it has to be relevant to you, like... It needs to be something that you want to do. Or well, this year, I'm resolving that my wife be a better person. Yeah, I mean that is relevant to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know that. 
I'm not sure which one of those things that I was going to say. Is that measurable? Well, I guess it's kind of measurable. Yeah, I just, uh, um, you know, I kind of bring that up. I mean, really, because I mean, I remember sitting in a group and I mean, that, that was somebody's like goal. Like I want, I'm doing this because I want so-and-so to be better. I'm like, yeah, that's not really in your control. Right. It is relevant to you. I mean, I guess you can make that argument, but um, it's, it's not what's something they can do. I mean, so, I mean, I kind of look at the relevance to that. I mean, is it relevant to your situation or is it even something that's within your control? I mean, um, again, make sure that it's <laughs> it's for you. Yeah. I guess that'd be achievable, but. Right. Well, you know, relevant, I mean, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but relevant uh, also the importance of that, um, that part of it is that if you if it's not something that means something to you, you're not going to be motivated to do it. Yeah. You know, and so it has to be something that's important to you, so you actually want to to take the action to to, to accomplish this goal. And then lastly, the T stands for time bound, means we have a a, a limit on it. So we, you know, by this date, we uh, we want to accomplish this thing. So it's, there's a saying: it's like um, goals without time, without a uh, what is it? Goals without a time limit are, are just dreams, something like that. Um, yeah. So if you're like, oh, sometime I'd love to lose weight. Well, <laughs> good luck getting motivated to do that. And like, um, you know. So then a lot of people like by the end of the year, I want to. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, that having a yearly, well, having a year, you know, longer term goals is okay. Shorter term time frames are actually a better way to do it. Yeah. Well, and I'll say this too, even on the time bound the other way. Um, I remember uh, setting out one time, I was like, I'm going to read the Bible this year. Like, I'm going to read through it, whole thing. Um, and, you know, it was specific, it was measurable because I bought one of those one year Bibles. You know, it was broken down into days. I could just read that day. And as I'm moving forward, it was obviously achievable, it was relevant to me, you know, to my walk. Um, and I failed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I didn't get through the year. The year was busy. It was chaotic. Um, you know, just the things I did. But I didn't quit at that. I actually um, still achieved it. Um, it was just within 18 months. And so even if you're like, you have your goal, I've seen people like, oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit smoking um, in six weeks. And then they kind of get to the end of it or, or whatever that may be. And they're still smoking. And they just throw out all their progress at the end and just say, to heck with it. I'm done. Um, it's good to have that time bound, you know, again, for motivation. This is my mark. And I want to I wanna get there. Um, if you get to the end of that time and you, you haven't quite made it, um, just like re- reset your time. Like, yeah. all right, this is where I'm at. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move this out. I kind of missed it, but I've I've made all this progress. Celebrate that and and keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Aaron just jumped way ahead of uh, where I? we're at. Yeah, because we're gonna get right there. Yeah. But that's okay. We'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, you know that that is the thing. So you know, so we like I said, in, in, I said it when we started here. This is you know this is a very common framework on making goals, but I'm not saying it's the right one per se and that you know but what Aaron's talking about is that this is where we do get hung up sometimes on goals is, is people just stop making them because they've tried in the past and they failed well they quote unquote failed and we'll talk about what failing actually looks like here in a minute but um, you know the, this is this is your goal this is your you know this is your framework here you know whatever you fill in for these these different things um, the the specific measurable achievable and all that stuff you, there's nobody holding you to it no i'm i am i am not going around asking everybody what's your resolution and then i'm going to bring it up I'm not, you know there's nobody that's bringing this up to you and we'll talk about accountability accountability a little bit later but that's for you so like if you don't do these things 
it's, it's okay. You're the one who, who set this goal. And if you have to readjust because things happen, then that's okay. That's, that's not a, that's not a bad thing. And that's not failure. Like, so we'll talk about it a little bit, but, um, you know, just again, this is a framework. It's just something to help make a better, more effective goal than, than just like I said, a lot of people do just say, well, I want to, I want to lose weight this year. I want to, you know, financially do better this year. I want to, you know, quit smoking, even though quit smoking sounds like a real definite goal. Like there's, there needs to be some more concrete steps into that, you know, like you need to, to parse that out a little bit more into some actionable things versus, you know, well, I'm just stop. I'm just going to stop, you know, like, well, okay. But what do you, what's your plan for when you want to do it? And you, you know, so there's, I'm going to drink. Every time I'm yeah, that's right. Instead of, yeah, man, we, yeah, we deal with that. Yeah. I'm going to give up alcohol, but I'm really, I've really gotten into smoking pot. It helps with my anxiety. So let's talk about, so we're talking about that. So let's, um, so why do resolutions fail? Because this is, the only thing known, you know, about resolutions more than, you know, what they are is that nobody completes them. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's just the joke about them is, like, like I said, it, by, you know, January 3rd, you've given them up already. So let's talk about why. Um, the number one thing for, for resolutions is that, um, at least my experience, people that, that, that set these is that um, it's, they make too, too, many, too many changes at one time. Yeah. So everybody... You, you know, it's either you or you've known of the person who's been like, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month, you know, this year. I'm going to, you know, stop smoking. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to give up sugar, give up sugar. I'm gonna, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to pay off all my debts and I'm going to, you know, the, the, basically what they, they write out everything that would make them an ideal person and decide to try to do that all at the same time at, uh, you know, the first of the year in, um, and they, and they crash and burn awfully hard. So, um, and the reason is, is because you, you, your your body can only handle so much change at one time. You know, so, you're, and I've, I've probably talked about this before, but you, your body's goal is just is stay in what we call homeostasis, which is just um, the con the state that it's in, regardless of whether that's healthy for you or not. So, if you're sixty pounds overweight and have high blood pressure and are diabetic, like that's not a good place to be, but your body doesn't want to change it. And anytime your body tries to change, it's going to push back on that um, because it's just used to being where it's at. And so anytime you shock the system with change, the more you do, the, the harder it's going to fight. And so um, if you're going to set resolutions, you need to just have maybe one or two at the beginning. And you got a whole year, so you know we can sp spread these out a little bit. No, they all have to be done yeah. starting By January, the end of January 1. Yeah. You've got to start all of them. Um, it's actually a little-known fact. You can't make a goal of any kind after the first of January. That's right. Um, you know, it's funny. I do see this a lot. Uh, one of the biggest places I see it is uh, obviously we work with addiction recovery a lot. And, you know, the majority of people I, I deal with on a day-to-day -day is that's kind of their, their big thing. And people come in, I'm going to quit, you know, using drugs and smoking cigarettes. And sometimes I stop people like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who cares about the cigarettes right now? Yeah. Smoke away. No, no. I mean, but it's kind of one of those things because I'll see people fail even in that. It's like, I'm going to quit using meth and I'm going to quit smoking. Hey, listen, both of those are awful. I don't want you to do either one. But <laughs> trying to drop both of those, and again, I'm not encouraging anybody to smoke. Um, but I would rather you smoke for another six months. <laughs> cigarettes, that is, not meth. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
um, and get off of meth successfully than crash and burn because you've stressed yourself out so much um, and you're trying to like quit both of them. Um, I know when I quit drinking, um, the, the alcohol kind of was weaned down to a point first um, and then the smoking and then the dipping. Like I did it in stages because I couldn't quit smoking, dipping and drinking all at the same time. Um, at least I didn't feel like I could successfully. And so it's like, all right, what's, what's this task? I, I don't want to be a drunk. I don't want to use nicotine. And so how can I break this down? This is what it looks like. Um, and so, man, it is one of those things. And again, it's noble. It's noble to want to change everything in your life. Right. But can you? Um, yes, in pieces. Um, people always say, what's the best way to eat an elephant? To bite at a time. Right. Uh, yeah, well, and you know, what, what Aaron was talking about, there's, you know, you think about, you know, if you're doing all those different things, all those things are coping mechanisms. We've talked about that before, is that a lot of those, you know, our addictions are things that are um, ways that we we kind of self-medicate because of, you know, this is this is how we deal with stress or this is how we deal with, you know, hurts in our past or, or whatever. And so if you, you give all those things up, you have no way and you've, and you've established no way to, to uh, replace them, you know, through, you know, maybe exercise would be a, a, a healthy alternative to smoking. But if you haven't established that habit prior to, then, then yeah, you're taking away every way you know to, to deal with stress and then expect to succeed. That's not going to work out because we're just bombarded with stress in, in today's uh, culture and environment. So, um, yeah, so you just want to pick one thing and say, okay, I'm going to focus on this one thing, get rid of it, and then and then I can do something else later on. Yeah, and even adding healthy stuff, I'd say um, before uh – you know, I wrecked on my bike, and I was doing really good in, with fitness stuff. You know, I got to get back into that. But even building that up, I've never been one to exercise. Um, and it was funny, like, uh, you know, I started with just riding my bike. Just riding my bike a little bit, and that was good. And I got that established, like, as this is part of my routine. And then I started just bench. Like, nothing else, just for a little bit. And I got that established. And then I would add something a little bit at a time until I built a routine. I didn't even try the whole routine at once because I knew if I got out there and I, I tried to do all of these things that I want to do at once, again, my body and my mind is like, yeah, to heck with that, man. Let's go play video games. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, even adding healthy things, I mean, it's the same type of concept. I mean, it's, it's building blocks. You know, you just want to... Get something established, get it down good, you know, know you can do it, and then, then add to it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Small incremental change is always going to be more successful than drastic overhauls that we try to do. So, so um, too much change at one time is one reason they fail. Um, the next reason is there's no, you have no real reason why. Uh, behind your resolution. So, what I mean by that is, you know, again, everybody's like, well, I want to lose weight. Well, why? You know, I mean, what, what difference does yeah. make? You know, well, I don't like the way I look. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, does that, like, I, you'll grow out of that. I mean, <laughs> trust me, go to Walmart. You see plenty of people that have grown out of that. <laughs> um, but so what I'm talking about there is that uh, you have to have a reason to, to motivate you. And, and I always hate using the word motivation because I'm about to, I'm about to crack, uh, crap all over motivation here in a second because that, that's a myth. But um, you have to have, there's a long-term motivation which is is what your ultimate goal is like you know so okay i want to lose weight because i don't like the way i look um i want to look a certain way and that really motivates me to do better that's that's your long-term motivation this is the goal i'm working toward the finished product so to speak you know and and um 
so th- that's that's a good thing. But the, then we'll talk about daily motivation, which again, that's that's a that one's a myth. But you have to have a reason why. Why do I want to do this goal? Why do I want to get there? This is um, back to the R, the relevant, somewhat. Um, you know, well, I want to be healthy. Well, why do you want to be healthy? Well, I don't know, because I don't like the way I feel right now. Well, that's not, I mean, okay, you can, you can get over that. I mean, yeah. that's not, a, because, because what's going to happen is, is it, again, you're going to start, and, and the initial kind of that honeymoon phase was last for about a day after making a goal, especially when it comes to health and making health changes. Um, that that's going to wear off and then you're going to have to have a reason to keep going and, and to, to keep eating right or to keep going to the gym or to get outside and walk or run or whatever it is you're doing um, and so you're going to have to come up with with a really strong reason why and so you know if you're if you're wanting to get healthy you start attaching that to things that are important to you so like you know i i'm I'm pretty active. I've talked about before. I do triathlon, which requires you to exercise, you know, most days of the week. And to suffer from some type of mental illness. Yeah, that that's part of it. <laughs> um, you have to be a little off, but um, <laughs> but my motivation, my why, is that I really don't. When I become, when I get to to the the ripe old age of 60, 70, 80, whatever, I don't want to be. I want to be able to do things. Like yeah. I don't want to be. The guy, you know, I see, you know, older people, you know, at Walmart or whatever that hardly moving. It's and, harping on Walmart this morning. Well, I, I could harp on Walmart any day, <laughs> all days. I hate that place. Um, but you know, you see people that, that you know they're elderly and they they um, can't hardly walk or um, are just struggle to move. I don't want to be that way. Mm-hmm. That's just that is one of my kind of great fears. Is I just want to be when my kids have kids, I want to be able to be active and participate with them. I don't want to be the person that everybody's waiting on because I can't walk, um, you know, or uh, I can't. I struggle to get up the stairs or any of that kind of stuff. That's that's important to me. I want to be active um, as long as I'm on this side of the earth, you know, and. Um, uh, so that's that's a big motivator for me. I always want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for my kids' kids, um, and so that's something that really resonates with me. So I have a, a strong why, and that's why I keep myself active. Yeah. But, well, we talked about this before. You know, we, um, Caleb touches on it in pursuing freedom. You know, it's a great lesson on finding your why. One of the things that's mentioned in there is even stacking the deck. So you need a great reason. You know, what's better than a great reason? Twelve great reasons. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and just as as much as you can kind of get in there to continue to to motivate you towards your goal, the thing you want to achieve, um, and and find lots of them. Um, don't. <laughs> Don't limit yourself there. The more, the better. Um, and because it, it makes it, again, it builds that drive inside of you. It, it lets you see um, the purpose behind it, and it, it keeps you moving forward. And then anytime that you're, hopefully I'm not jumping ahead on this, anytime you're <laughs> discouraged, um, you know, it's that thing you can go back to and say, this is why. Remind yourself, this is why I'm doing that. This is why I'm doing that. Um, you know, one of my health things uh for me personally, it was like I have bad blood pressure, um, so I don't I don't want to you know be dealing with this. I don't want to take medication. Diabetes was one. I you know this is probably going to make a better sex with my wife. That was a big motivation. You know, like, I'm sure it was for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean all of those things. Everybody I mean, knows that. Yeah, yeah with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, but all the things, you know, you just, uh, it was whatever you can get in there. I, I do want to be, you know, around for my grandchildren. Um, I, I want to see my great grandchildren, you know, um, 
I just, I, I want, you know, I want to serve the Lord longer. You know, whatever you can throw in there just to kind of keep moving you forward, um, the more the better. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I have, you know, obviously that was my main one, but I have, I have multiple reasons why I do what I want to do. You know, I was, you know, it's part of my neuroses with my <laughs> triathlon is I just want to see what I can do. You know, it's like yeah. God gave me these abilities and I just want to push myself and see what I can do. Um, even to what most people think is somewhat unreasonable, you yeah. know, but, um, he just but, wants to prove that he's better than other people deep down. That's what that's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually I'll be, you know, honest when I was, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago, that would that would have been an accurate one yeah. because because I, as as you know and this goes back to me and um, my my relationship unhealthy relationship with food the food was always my way to cope was that as a kid I was always you know kind of picked on I was a fat kid and um, and I always uh, would use that to to make myself feel better but so I found the other way to make myself feel better was to try to be better right to to outcompete um, so I'm, I'm a very competitive person but yeah that was like. Uh, one of the few few true things that Lance Armstrong, the famous American cyclist, has ever said in his life is that all endurance athletes are running from something, and that was that was me for a bit. Was just like I just want to I want to show that I can do something that you can't do. Yeah. And um, which is which can be a good. I mean, anger can be a good, uh, and spite can be a really strong motivator. But it, it, it's I still utilize them from time to time. I do too sometimes, <laughs> but, less, but a lot less than I used to. But but the problem with that is that that kind of burns burns the engine out a little yeah. faster than it should right and that's not a, the best place to be um and so I, I i have i have shifted away from that now you know now it's more of i'm trying to prove to myself you know who i can be versus prove to you who i you know you, yeah. who i can be um it's very much the uh if you've ever seen chariots of fire that's pretty much what that whole movie is about but um that's a, you should see that's a really good movie but anyway but yeah, so that's so um, having a having a real reason why having a good reason, right? Again, I can I mean to to outperform other people was a reason for me for a while, but that's not a good reason. Um, so find what your reasons are um, and be really clear on those things and, and pile them up. That's really going to help keep you focused on why you're doing what you're doing. Next thing, uh, re why uh, resolutions fail is unrealistic timelines. And so again, a lot of times people create a resolution. It's like, well, by next year. Okay, well that's that's all well and good, but next year's a long way off. Yeah, you know, and so um, uh, what you need to do is shorten that timeline. Now you can have, like I said, longer term goals. Like in five years, I kind of want I want to you know be in this position financially or physically or whatever. Um, that, that that gives you a good kind of overall driving picture for your life, and that's not a bad thing. But um, just realize that's not going to last. Like that's going to change because a lot happens in five years, um, and so it's not necessarily bad to have that because you want to have a general kind of direction to steer the ship, so to speak. But um, an, a much more actionable timeline is, is is way shorter. And so uh, one of the ones I like is twelve weeks. Um, that's based on the book, uh, the Twelve Week Year, which is a good book. I'd recommend that one. But the guy talks about basically setting twelve week goals because that's something that's far enough for you to do something to make a difference, but it's not so far off that it's it's just an unrealistic timeline that you lose focus on because twelve weeks is really not too far away, um, and you know, and so you can you can get to that place uh, fairly quickly without like I said losing that motivation or the the focus to get there. Yeah. I do mine in 13 weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. 
anyway. Yeah, it was just bothering me. I'm saying you're doing the math. I'm like, this, this, that's just 52 weeks in the year. Like, why would you do 12 weeks? It just... Uh, it bothers me. Things you don't left have with to, four. Like, what do you do with the last four? <laughs> things don't have to end right on the year. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, we, we just create these arbitrary, like, walls around our lives. Like, oh, we have to only set goals at the beginning of the year. They have to end at the end of the year. You know, I can only do these things. It's so, humans are so weird. It is true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, timelines is, is one of those things. Like, I go, yeah, I go back to the, the Bible thing, you know, um, making sure that, you know, when I did that, it was it was a manageable timeline. I, I'm, I failed, but I had I had daily goals. You know, with that, it broke down to, to weeks, to months, and, and things that, that were manageable. Um, I'm, I'm writing, um, we're going to write in a book, you know, so I've set a goal, like, I'm going to do um, a chapter a month, um, chapters around 1500 words. And, you know, so it gives me a four week block in four weeks. I've got, I got to write these 1500 words as I'm moving forward and, and the timeline that I created, because again, it's, it's measurable. Um, it, it's achievable. It's, it's relevant. It's specific. All of those things are, are in that, but the, the timeline on it is there. Like I, I know, like this is my mark as I'm moving forward. I want to, I want to be here. Um, the ministry that we run, you know, we break down goals in that and, you know, we have timelines for different things and it just, it helps us to, to keep it in, in front of us. Um, and, you know, if you just always are just looking at oh, this point in time here, um, you just lose sight of it. Um, I can't remember what I was thinking about a year ago. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the fact that we set a goal and, and we push it out 365 days later, um, so much takes place through there and if that was like you just had a beginning and an end and nothing in between um, how how do you expect to actually get there um, that's ridiculous and it's just it's not going to happen it doesn't happen and again it's one of the reasons that resolutions become this joke that everybody sets them and fail I wish we had the statistics of how soon do you remember how soon people give up on oh, it it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like two weeks yeah it's so it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, it makes you again. You're just like, why do you even do this? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a short timeline for the. I just hope that your book is only uh, twelve chapters long, though. If you're trying to write, well, it's, what are you uh, going to do with that 14. last month if you don't? No, it's fourteen. It's fourteen, but um, I'm already um, I'm, I'm already three in. So yeah. But, what know, are you going to do with those other ten months, though? Yeah. You got you can you have to finish it within oh, a year, God, right? It's, so that'll be back for the, the editing and the, oh, the polishing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so with the, whatever timeline you do pick 13 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever you decide to do, <laughs> what you, what you do want to do then is, is then break that down into, uh, even smaller timelines. So like for 12 weeks, right. It's, it's, uh, geez, I can't do the math. What's three months. Right. So, so then you're going to have a monthly goal and then, you know, from that monthly goal, you're going to break that down into a weekly goal, you know, timeline of, okay. So then you're incrementally making those, you know, accomplishments. Um, and that, that also helps to keep you uh, focused because then you're, you're accomplishing, you know, you're setting little micro goals that, that help you accomplish, you know, that you can accomplish and then you can kind of celebrate that accomplishment. So, um, you know, you you don't want to just say when I say twelve weeks or Aaron says thirteen weeks, you don't want to just be like, and you know, in twelve weeks I want to lose ten pounds, and then you don't like do anything to to check yeah. that until you like, you know, that 
that time frame's elapsed and you're like, oh, I'm going to get on the scale now. And it's like, no. He gained a pound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want to you break those down into even smaller chunks. But kind of your ultimate, the farthest out, you know, for a concrete goal that you want to have is, like I said, about probably 12 weeks. Um, so that's uh, unrealistic timelines is another reason why they fail. And then the last one, waiting on motivation. So this is what I was talking about just a second ago. So you can be motivated by your end goal, right? You know, by, you know, I, this is how I want to look, or this is what I want to financially, where I want to be or whatever. But, um, the idea that, cause I have this, people say this to me all the time when I talk about doing triathlon is like, well, I just don't know where you find the motivation is I got, I don't, you know, more days than, than not, <laughs> I don't want to go run or I don't want to ride my bike or I, you know, I don't, but the, um, you have to do a mental shift here that whatever it is that you're working on has to be just part of your day like this is and that's how it is with me my workouts are just part of my day like I don't have to be motivated to eat breakfast or <laughs> lunch or dinner I mean like that's just part it's like well I got to do this or I'm gonna die you know and and I mean I don't think that about my workouts like if if you know family something comes up and I'm like sorry kids I got to do this or I'm gonna die you know <clears throat> I mean I'll I'll, I'll give up on my workout but but a lot of times though probably you know to to jill's frustration it's like well this is my schedule you know yeah. like sorry i can't i'm you know well i'm i'm running at this time and i'm running and i'll ride my bike at this time and i'm swimming at this time you know i mean that that's a scheduled thing in my day and i get upset if that gets messed up because it's just part of my day. It's not a motivation. Like I said, there's more, probably more days than not where I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to be doing this. But that's, but that end goal, that end result, that end product that I'm focused on uh, pushes me through that, right? It's not, there's no daily motivation. There's no daily like waking up like, oh, I feel like working out, so I'm gonna work out. Don't, don't sit there and wait around for, you're not gonna feel like giving up cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you're not going to feel like not spending money so you can pay off your debt. Yeah, and it's kind of like the exact opposite. Um, you know, these unhealthy habits that we have, um, let's be honest, we have them because we like them. Um, yeah. There, there was a, a level of enjoyment getting drunk all the time. I wasn't motivated really to quit drinking. I mean, it was something that if it was so awful, I, I wouldn't have been doing it all the time. I mean, it is, it isn't. I mean, I hate to say it that way, um, but there, there's something that your body enjoys that, has, has led you to the place that you're at. Um, you know, when I gained 20 pounds and had high blood pressure, I, I enjoyed eating like crap. I mean, it's it brought me pleasure. It also brought me pain. So to be motivated to change that in that sense, I mean, it's just not gonna happen in that sense. There's there's something there. Um, we, we do what we like um, as people. That, that's kind of our downfall, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, you know, you just, you just kind of just gotta get out there and do it. Um, don't wait, just do. Um, what's the thing you say about changing your life? Uh, yeah, if you want to change your life, you got to change your life. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one of these days, I'm going to remember that. I mean, that's really hard to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the, the kind of complicated. Like, <laughs> what do we, we look at motivation? Yeah, it's just like no, you just you just do it. Yeah, I don't feel like it. Who cares? Very, <laughs> very Yoda-ish. Do or do not. There is no try. You know, I mean, there it is. We go. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we talked about that before. There's in it. I've talked about it in the book. There's two motivators for human nature there's the the pursuit of pleasure and there's the avoidance of, of pain and both of those are in the short term so um, it, when given a choice a human is going to always pick a short-term pleasure over um, 
over uh, long-term pain, just like Aaron's talking about, we'll, we'll pick the, the sweets right now in knowing, you know, that in down the road that's going to cause us high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, and all the health problems that, that go along with that. Um, versus, and, and then the flip of that is is, is the, the reverse in that we, you know, um, will avoid the short-term pain even though it'll bring us long-term pleasure. So that's exercise, right? right? So like, you know, nobody wants to go to the gym because it hurts, you know, I get sore and I sweat and blah, blah, blah. And I can't, you know, sit in, in TV, you know, sit on the couch and watch my favorite TV show or whatever. But by, you know, but if we would do that, then we would live longer, you know, live healthier lives, enjoy our lives, you know, more. But, but we, we, like I said, we struggle to, to focus on long-term and, and we'll always tend to do the short-term. So that's why having that, a very strong why is, is super important because it has to be, you have to trick your brain into understanding that, you know, uh, you know when, when you tell it no to the short-term pleasure, you, you gotta say, well, here's why, you know, down the road we got this, this other thing that's gonna be even better. And you have to be able to overwhelm kind of that, that initial urge to engage in that short-term thing. Yeah, I see this all the time with, um, with diabetes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do, and I mean, and I, maybe it sticks out to me because it's like one of those things that's in my family. Like everybody in my family knows, like we're predisposed to diabetes, and so. But you see this with people; it's like they know that, and then they continue to eat tons of sugar and crap food, knowing that they're they're rolling the dice, and it's almost a guarantee mm. that that they're going to get it. And then and then they get it, you know. So they just they went for the short term pleasure, and you know said to heck with the the pain down at the end of the road. Then they get to the pain and they, they change everything and it's like this this frantic, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die of diabetes. Um, and then you know they, they get medication and then they get it under control. And then within a short period of time, what are they doing? They're eating crap again. Because yeah. the medication's got it under control. And it's like, all right. Well, I don't have diabetes <laughs> anymore because of the medication <laughs> yeah. is keeping my sugar in control, right? Down the road a little bit and then you don't have, you know, you know, your finger yeah. <laughs> anymore. And you, you get back. <laughs> I, I wanted to eat sweets. Yeah. <laughs> so you get everything back, and then you do it again. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but why? <laughs> what is wrong with people? But that, that's what we're doing. I mean, and so there's not motivation. You just got to do it. You're not going to be motivated, obviously. People just, to our detriment, will continue to do the thing that's killing us um, unless we stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But it, it is... But it, I mean that's our that's our our psychology I guess as humans it's just it's one of those things that's really hard to overcome I've talked about it before but the the marshmallow experiment where they did that with kids were basically it's an experiment on delayed gratification the kids that you know if you could if you could not eat the thing in front of you then you could get more later um, and the kids that and then they tracked those kids over over time and the ones that succeeded in that that test as children succeeded much greater in life because they were able to put off instant gratification for, for those long-term rewards. And so that's what all this stuff is about is putting off short-term gratification. What makes you feel good in the moment? Of course it feels way better to sit on the couch and watch the bachelor than it is to get out and go run a couple miles. Did all the kids that ate the marshmallow become drug addicts? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Actually, I mean, that is one of the things they tracked and yeah, they were, they're more likely to, to become, you know, addicted yeah. to substances and things like that. So I can look back at me as a child, like had zero self-control and then of course as an adult, yeah. struggling self-control. Yeah. So, <laughs> 
but yeah um so so get away from this the this i need to be motivated idea you don't need to be motivated you need to just put on your big boy panties or big girl panties and buck up and do it ruck up shut up and move on that's what we said in the army so um all right so that's uh kind of my top four on on why resolutions fail is there any other ones that you want to add on that okay so a couple things on how to succeed with your resolution or your goals so if you're kind of new to this or maybe you've tried it in the past and you've and you've quote unquote failed a number of times to the point where you're like i'm just not going to do it anymore um that's like a uh oh was it dodgeball that uh, Vince Vaughn's character is like, I just find if I don't set goals, then I, I don't ever fail. When I hear you know, something <laughs> along those lines, like I just decided, um, you know, if I don't set any goals, then I just can't ever fail when I don't don't reach them. So, so so many people have kind of gotten there. But um, what I would say is to to make your first goal really achievable. Yeah. So I mean, it seems silly, but what you're trying to do is trick your brain into going. Hey, I can do something. You know, yeah. like I, I've succeeded. I've set a goal, and you know, so maybe like, you know, like I want to lose one pound this week. By the end of this week, I just want to lose one pound, which you can do. Um, you know, that that's something that's that's fairly achievable. Um, you know, that that's not necessarily what you want to do for the rest of the you know year. Like, if you're trying to lose fifty pounds this year, like one, I mean, I guess one pound a week would do it. But that's a that's a that's a gets harder after time. that first yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, do something that's very achievable, and and so and like I said, what you're doing is just building up a little bit of momentum, and and getting a little success because you like I said to you again, even though we've talked about it at the beginning, is that this is your goal. You're the one who set it, so nobody's going to know per se if if you don't reach it, and and nobody's going to you know you're not going to go to jail if you don't do this thing. I mean, unless your goals like to pay all your fines or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I've had some goals, actually, My goal is my to go to, that, to check in with <laughs> my probation con- officer it, every week. The consequence week. was, in fact, jail and prison, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, I would hope that you've got a pretty strong motivator on those, though. Like, yeah, you know, it's kind of hidden. Avoid jail, yeah. Just depends, maybe depends on your family or something. Like, you know what, I don't want to spend the holidays with them. <laughs> Just go to jail. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when I quit smoking, that was one, or even drinking, it was kind of the same thing. Like, uh, smoking was one, you know, obviously you smoke all the time, you know. I don't. I wasn't necessarily drunk 24 hours, but um, so, like, my goal would be, like, I'm not going to smoke a cigarette when I wake up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and then the next was, I'm not going to smoke one this morning, you know. I'm not going to smoke one this afternoon, you know. I'm going to go through the day and... Um, but making it like really achievable. Can I go the next few hours without one? Yes, I can. Um, and then celebrate that and, and get yourself kind of motivated. I mean, you really got to break things down like that um, to find the success you want. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, what? How many cigarettes are in a pack? Uh, I, I think it was twenty. Twenty. Okay, we'll 20. go with that. I don't know. It's been a while. I couldn't tell you. So, I haven't smoked in years. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So if there's like twenty cigarettes in a pack, you're just like, okay, my goal is, you know, if you smoke a pack a day, you're gonna be like, okay, I'm only smoking nineteen today. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, or, you know, if if it's if we're trying to change your diet, you know, and you eat out every lunch, you know, at a fast food place, you're like, okay. For lunch, I'm not going to order the, the value meal. I'm just going to I'm going to skip the fries. You know, I'll just get the bur- you know the double cheeseburger, whatever it is you normally get. Just leave off the fries. 
you know, like that's something where you're like, okay, I can maybe do that. And then when you do that, you're like, oh yeah, hey, I actually did something I set out to do. That's in the, you know, again, it seems silly, but you're tricking your brain. You're 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 giving it a, a reward. You get a little bit of a dopamine release, which makes you feel good about yourself, and then makes you want to do more of it. And so by doing that, you're going to kind of start to. Um, uh, <clears throat> build some momentum and then we can maybe push ourselves a little bit more uh, on those goals so that's number one to make your first goal really achievable um, next focus on what you've accomplished now this is what where Aaron got ahead uh, of himself there is that you know we talk about people who fail you know quote unquote failed you know like you, your, your goal was to read your Bible you got to the end of the year you didn't read your Bible but how much of your Bible did you read in that year, yeah. a lot more than you would have if you hadn't set that goal. Yeah, right? absolutely. And so, you know, so much so, and that's the thing with goals is like, I, I, I set goals all the time, and I and I hardly ever reach them in their their fullness, yeah. you know. But I'm so much further along than I would have been if if uh, I hadn't set a goal in the first place. Was um, C.S. Lewis, I think, says, um, oh, well, he's talking about Christian living, but basically, like, if you shoot for the moon. You you get the stars something like something like that. It's like if you if you uh, what does he say? If you shoot for the stars and you fail, you get nothing. But if you shoot for the moon, you get the stars are thrown in there. Something along the lines. And so what we're talking about there is that you know you shoot for this goal, and um, even if you don't get to the you know completed exactly how you had planned initially, um, you've still made progress toward it towards it, and um, you should celebrate that. That's still a good thing. Because you still made progress. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we see this oftentimes in addiction. Um, people, you know, um, they're doing so good and they, they fail and then they kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, resolution, same type of mindset. Don't do that, you know. Celebrate where you're at, what you've accomplished. Um, again, you know, six months of, of mediocre success is better than six months of no success. Um, and just keep moving forward and, and just doing what you need to do, reevaluate, reassess, um, get a new game plan going, set new milestones, set new goals, keep keep moving towards it until um, you get there. And um, it's hard. Um, we get discouraged. You know, you do, you just want to quit, you beat yourself up. So it's like the, you got to shift your mind, mentality about it. Um, but again, celebrate what you've accomplished. Celebrate it and and just take that. Do the next right thing. Yeah. Move, move forward. Yeah, I mean, um, so like, if your goal is to to give up alcohol, and you're like, I'm not I'm not going to have any any alcohol to drink for this month, and then after a week you have a drink, like that's where everybody's like, oh, I, I feel it. I'm a loser. I, I can't do this. I'm gonna. Well, you, sh- you you went seven days without having anything to drink. That's that's probably you know that may be the longest stretch you've gone. We've had that happen in in recovery where we have right. people who. You know, it's like, oh, I've gone three months without doing whatever it was they're, you know, addicted to. And then they they, they have a lapse. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to fall right back in. It's like, well, dude, you just went three months. I mean, that's good. Okay, so let's now, okay, that's now that's your that's your baseline. Like, okay, yeah. I'm going to go longer than three months without having it. You know, and then eventually you're hitting six months and, you know, nine months and then a year. And, um, you know, and, and, and all that while every now and then you might have had a lapse in there. But, but eventually you've accomplished your goal. Yeah. You just didn't do it in the time frame that you necessarily wanted to. And so, um, yeah, don't, don't negate what you've accomplished um, even though you didn't reach that goal. So, uh, <coughs> so lastly, um, share, share, share what <coughs> you're doing. Um, you know, we uh, obviously, you know, here we really push 
um, that that fellowship, that family mentality, you know, the things that we do. You know, around here we have a saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So, you know, it's your resolution, your goal. One of the big things you need to do is share it with people in your circle. Share it with people around you. Um, don't um, do not do it on your own. Um, continue, again, to, to push forward um, and um, do, it, do it with people in your circle. Yeah, um, sharing your goal gives you accountability. It helps you, you know, and I mean, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, whew, got all of the colds around the <laughs> December and all that stuff. But um, you know, accountability. Uh, share it with people that you trust to help. Uh, to, and, you know, even share it and say, "Hey, this is what I'm trying to do, and I want you to fill this role as uh, becoming an accountable uh, or accountability partner for me. Keep you know, keep me focused. Um, you may not want to put it on blast on social media. That's up to you, but. Sometimes you do. It just kind of depends. Um, so that's uh, one way to help you stay focused and help you su- succeed uh, on maintaining your resolution. Yeah. Anything else? I no, think I'm, I'm good. Probably should stop before having another coughing fit. Yeah, Caleb's hacking yeah. over here, yeah. ruining the end. Go so. stop smoking. <laughs> there you go. That's your, that's your resolution. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, so, man, as you kind of set into your year, um, if you're falling in that category of uh, you've got some things you want to change, self-evaluation, hopefully this uh, this blesses you, gives you some guidance and some direction. Um, I will say this, if, if you need help, um, you, there's things that you're, you really want to overcome this year, really want to change about yourself, and, and you you know, want to have specific conversations, reach out to us. You can reach us at the church office, 918-283-2221. You can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Again, we would love just to connect with you, put additional resources in your hand. You know, if again, if it's something, um, especially if it's something addiction related that you're trying to set down this year, um, allow us to journey with you, but really anything, man, we, we love to we love to, to, to help people. I mean, it's, it's what we do. Um, and then, uh, as always, I want to encourage you to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of those places. Uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, man, like, share that, um, give us reviews, um, those types of things. It just helps to grow this ministry. Um, I forgot to plug Kale's book, but I want to do that, man. Pursuing Freedom on Amazon um, makes a great late Christmas gift. So <laughs> since we're, we're past that. But, yeah. um, um, and what a great tool for a New Year's resolution, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good way to start a tier. Yeah, it is. Um, so check that out. Again, Pursuing Freedom on Amazon. Get your copy of the day. Um, second Lots edition is now available. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, we uh, we love you guys. We, we hope that you have a great um, New Year's. You're coming in to, to 2023, not 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. If we've accomplished anything today, yeah, so we've got to realize is. what year it is. <laughs> but uh, we will... It's a will, win. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys right back here next week.